Good. And the oh, Joe, they're coming for you. Holy the police shit. are coming. <laughs> what? Did you, did you hear that? Run, Joe, run. Run. Something's going on. They just went up the street, the uh, lights, sirens, and everything. Oh, man. They're coming for you, Joe. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was an eventful. Uh, what an opening! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll continue. Welcome to uh, episode fifteen yep. of Zoring. Mm-hmm. Um, from what you could probably hear, you know that me and Joe are not together now. Again, we are. We are doing this via FaceTime. Yes. Uh, you got a concert last night, correct? No, uh, we. I did not attend. Um, oh, you didn't go into it. No, my uh, my wife's cat uh, had a, passed away. Oh, so uh, yeah, uh, the, the, uh, she died yesterday. So I didn't go. I was kind of hung back. So. Are you gonna dedicate this episode to her uh, life? Yeah, we'll dedicate it to uh, my wife's cat, Duchess. Duchess. Who lived okay. a very nice fifteen years. Was it an orange cat? No, she was all black. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. The next I'll, cat I, I want is to be an orange cat. An orange, okay. I like I orange cats. Hmm? I like orange cats. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I've never had an orange cat, hmm. so... I feel like Billy Madison now. I never saw a blue duck, but... <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. How's the, how's the leg holding up? Um, good, good. Today, uh... You may have seen me out there if we have any elderly people listening. Um, <laughs> my mother was, uh, she went with her senior group to the, um, what it would be uh, Mohegan Sun in the Poconos. Okay. And my wife was off from work today, so we decided to uh, tag along. So we drove there, and I was whipping around the uh, casino on a jazzy. <laughs> I was uh, drinking beers, so I was probably, probably should have been pulled over in there. And probably given a, a breathalyzer because I was I was whipping around in that thing. It was uh, a sight to see. Okay. I burn my beer in my hand and I'm ripping roaring through the casino, knocking little old ladies over. Were you smoking a cigar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. That I was. Yep. Were there any complaints? I, I, um. One man told me to uh, slow down. I was going above the speed limit. <laughs> I didn't know there what, was a jazzy over 10? <laughs> yeah. I had it on full I had it on full rabbit. There was no <laughs> turtle for this trip. Very nice. Did, so, you, did you win big? Uh, I only spent $10 gambling, and I think I spent about $100 drinking. Wouldn't you play the penny slots? I I think I played like maybe three minutes of poker. Damn. I'm not a big gambler, so I usually when I go, I win every time when I go to the casino because yeah. I, I go up to this one guy I give him like eight bucks and he hands me two beers so every time I pretty much win oh nice yeah okay yeah I'm uh I'm not a big gambler but when I do gamble I get like I get pretty hooked so I think we all uh remember my trip to Vegas <laughs> I blew a lot of money <laughs> I think I when we went to Vegas that time I think I might have spent forty dollars gambling well, that time with you, I didn't because me and you were hung out, hung around. That I can't talk. Hang, hung around each other a lot, so we kind of just went around and pretty much drank. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I went to, when I went the following year, I I gambled a lot. So 
uh, it could be fun, but it could be really, really sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen my wife lose like $100 in three minutes. and Holy shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And she likes those bells and whistles, and it sucks her in. And that's, that's what it does to you, man. That's what it does. Uh, oh, so I have something to tell you, and I've been meaning to tell you this story for like three weeks now, and I finally wrote it down so I can remember to tell you. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, my uh, mother told me a couple weeks ago. She, uh, she has a friend of hers, and her husband is a, uh, I believe, a pastor. Okay. And he had to do a doctorate. I, I don't. I, I'm probably getting the story all wrong, but I, the main part is what's important. So, he had to write up a doctorate, or he had to give a speech, or something like that. And he didn't know what to write, or what to talk about, or whatever. This man. Was at our wedding. Okay. <laughs> he was so inspired by your speech <laughs> that For real? he, yeah, that he took your idea with the song lyrics. Like he didn't use, you know, the ones you used. Obviously, he made, did his own, and he wrote up a whole doctor, or he, or he uh, uh, gave like a presentation or something like that. But he, he pretty much was inspired by your speech, and he came up with one of his own. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you, you know inspired that? somebody. <laughs> God, God help us all, but you did. <laughs> you know, what? I think one one episode we should we should throw that out there so everyone gets to hear that. We speech. are. We'll, we'll we'll definitely do that. We'll definitely do it. I can definitely do that easily. That, that, you know that warms the cockles of my heart. Good. I'm glad. I knew you'd get a kick out of that. I yeah. didn't want to tell you till we told till I can do it on the podcast because I want your genuine reaction. So. Okay. I- I'm, I'm I'm blushing here. Yeah, all right. You can see. You can't I can see, see those. We're, we're we're on Facetime, but we're both sitting in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I'm uh, I'm by uh, firelight. Like yeah, I feel like the police are ready to come because they think I'm doing something illegal. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So. What do you smoke right there, Joe? Oh. Uh, I went back to Old Faithful. When I'm in Suffern, when I'm in Suffern, there's not a lot of cigar shops around here, so I have to resort to the uh, gas station cigars, and not like the ones behind the counter that certain people like to get. I'm talking about like they're in the case, and the guys come around and open up with a key, and they don't have much of a selection, but they do have uh, a Romeo and Juliet that I always get there. It's not the best Romeo and Juliet, but it's uh, it works it works good in a pinch. So that's what I'm smoking. I'm, I'm smoking a uh, uh, a gas station <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, good, good. good. What about you? You're always versatile in your in your. Uh, I'm having a Diesel Unlimited today. Okay. I, I actually, I'm probably gonna once the podcast ends, I'm probably gonna just scout you and keep drinking until we have the morning. So I have like a bag of them here. So. Oh, nice. I got, a, I, got, I got a plethora of cigars for my. Enjoyment. Very nice. Uh, after the podcast, I am going to uh, take the rest of my beer and uh, go play video games to the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, speaking of video games, uh, this weekend is the big video game convention. It's called E3. Uh, Tom, do you know what E3 is? Uh, no, I really don't. Okay. Um, so please explain it to me. E3 is. The Comic Con of video games, where so dressed up like Mario and oh yeah, I'm sure they dope. do. I think it's more for um, 
I think for like press and investors, but like a lot of fans go and you can play like a lot of the hands-on video games coming out this year. Um, like PlayStation has a big presentation and Microsoft and Nintendo. And it runs from, I believe, today, Saturday until Wednesday. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big deal. They, they showcase a lot of video games coming out the rest of the year or for next year. They give teasers. It's pretty exciting uh, because I'm a big video game guy myself. I look forward to this weekend all year. And I'm very excited for this. So I can't wait to uh, watch it this weekend. Um, what systems do you currently own? Oh, boy. <laughs> In the current generation, I have an Xbox One and I have a PlayStation 4. Okay, so you got the two, the two main ones, right? There's Pretty really- much, yeah. I, just, I don't have a Nintendo Switch yet. Okay. I will get it one day when I'm not broke anymore. So, okay. I hope, so if you're listening and you're into advertising, please sponsor us so, so I can so I can get a Nintendo Switch or donate it to Joe or donate it to me. Yeah, your kids are assholes. Take it away from them. Send it to Joe. That's right. They don't need it. I do. <laughs> mm. Um, I personally uh, don't play a lot of video games. I don't really have a lot of time. Right. Uh, so. The last system I had was, I think, an Xbox. Uh, might have been a 360. Yeah, you did. I remember. I remember you had that. I maybe only had about ten games for it. Okay. Um, then before that, it was the Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, maybe had ten games for that as well. <laughs> but I was I was old school. Right. When in like '86, when Nintendo came out, I was like one of the first kids on the block to get it me too and i have a i actually have three systems but i have a massive collection of those really yeah they're all in the storage unit so unfortunately i can't play them now but i mean i have probably about 150 games i would say it's not work really yeah yeah i got a ton wow i had yeah i was um christmas 86 i got a nintendo so i was like one of the first ones to get it and uh I had a ton of games myself, but my Nintendo, unfortunately, doesn't work anymore. It stopped working around, like, 1990. <laughs> Blown into the cartridges, stopped working after a while. Oh, my, my original one, the last time I had it, still played. Really? Yep. And, I mean, I abused that thing. I would, like, we had to leave, and I was in the middle of a game. I would pause it. I'd leave it on for, like, three hours while I, you know, went somewhere, come back and start playing again. I mean that that thing really I, the man hours that were put into that 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 machine was amazing. God damn! Meanwhile, yeah. my Nintendo's broke. Well, at least I think it. I'm gonna dig it. It's in the attic at my parents' house. I'm gonna dig it out one day and see if I can fix it up or see if I can do something about it because I I miss playing it. Um, so you never had like a Super Nintendo or a Genesis? I had a Sega Genesis. Okay. And I maybe had like forty games for that. All right. Okay. Uh, I, still, I still have that as well. Hmm. And then I, I have, I actually, when Sega Genesis came out, I bought an old school Atari and I got probably about like 50 games on that. Shit. Really? Yeah. God damn. So good for you. Like, yeah, I'm like an old school guy. Yeah. I, um, nah, I, I, I mean, I, I prefer the old school games myself. Um, I was a Super Nintendo guy. I felt like growing up, either you had a Super Nintendo or you had a Genesis. You didn't have, it was rare that you had both. Yeah. And it was like Red Sox Yankees, man. Like I remember, like having debates over which Mortal Kombat was better on which system. 
Mortal uh, Kombat is the greatest video game ever. <laughs> we're doing we're doing a lot of Billy Madison references. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like having debates with kids in my class, like. You know, the Genesis had the blood, but Nintendo, I don't know, Nintendo's graphics were better. It's the whole big thing. Um, so do you have, like, a uh, like a top five of which games are your favorites of all time? Yeah, and again, like I said, me being as old school as I am, um, a lot of them are Nintendo games. Well, They're the- games that I played constantly. It was just... That's what I was immersed in. So, like, a lot of these new games, like, I, yeah, Xbox, and I got, um, what's the one war game series that they have? For, um, Call of Duty? Call of Duty. I can't tell which one's, the, you know, the difference in them. Oh, uh, there's been, like, 50 of them. I, I mean, it, yeah. I'm just, uh, go ahead. One of them isn't better than the other one to me. They're all kind of the same. Well, I think some took place in World War Two. Some took place now. Some took place uh, in the future. They, I love those games when they first um, came out, but they got tiresome after a while. Yeah, the one I did like was the Vietnam one. Okay, that one was out of that series. That was probably my favorite. Okay, but out of my all-time top five, um, to go with, I don't know if it was um, Super Nintendo or uh, Nintendo sixty-four. It was Goldeneye. That was N64. That's a good pick. Me and my neighbors, I, I actually can see the, the room that um, we used to play in, and we would play for hours, just killing each other. Did you pick Oddball? Uh, I don't remember who I, I picked. Yeah, he was a bitch. Whoever picked him was an asshole, because he was so short, you couldn't fucking yeah. shoot him. <laughs> yeah, we, we played that for hours. Yeah. Um, like you, I'm more... Uh, I thought, I mean, when we made the decision to do, like, all-time, I had to think hard because I love, I love video games. And so my list is pretty much based on games that if I picked them up and played them today, like, they, they stood the test of time. You could always pick them up and play no matter how old you are or whatever. Um, so one on my list is uh, for the Super Nintendo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. Turtles in Time. Okay. Um, back in the day, arcade games were the shit, and it's like anything, like it was hard to to transition an arcade game to a system at the time. And this game really felt like playing. You're playing an arcade game because it came out in the arcades first, but it was so close to that. It, it was, I think it was like a beat 'em up game. It was one of the best of that genre. And it's a game that I still, maybe like once a year, I'll pick up and play. It's a fantastic game. If anyone out there has never played this game, find a way to play it. It's really, really good. All right. Speaking of a game that is more, uh, I guess, hands-on, I always liked Excite Bike. Good game. Because you were able to make your own track. Mm. Pretty much my I remember that. Old track was just that one ramp that like shot you like above yeah. the screen. So I always loved that game because it was like it was in it was like one of the first games that you could be. It was more like interactive with you being able to design things. Very true. You know, like it's, it was almost like the first Avatar type game where you could 
hone it in what you wanted it to be. Right, you're right. At the time, there wasn't a lot of games like that where you can go and make your own board. Uh, I had Excite Bike also. I used just to make a. I used to make a level just full of jumps. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun to play. Um, another one of mine uh, is Tetris for Game Boy. For Game Boy. For Game Boy. Okay. I got a Game Boy again when it, around the time it first came out, and it came with Tetris. And like you know, I played it for hours, but then. My parents got hooked on it. So I'd come in the living room and there's my dad on the couch playing Tetris <laughs> on my a Game Boy. Game ages. What was that? It, it was definitely a game for all oh, ages. Oh, it really was. And there's never one – like every game you play is a different game. Yeah. So like, it's a game that you could, you could play – and I can go inside right now and play like three levels of Tetris and, and be – sad. you know what I'm saying? And just, it's a game you can pick them up no matter how old you are and – it stood the test of time to me. That, that, that was actually one of my picks as well. Oh, nice. So, um, I'll go to my next one then, since you stole mine, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Ah, nice. Loved playing Legend of Zelda. That was one that, like I said, I would pause and leave the house and then come back. And that was one thing I did on Thanksgiving. I'm not a very big Thanksgiving guy. Like, yeah. for me on Thanksgiving, it was literally, I would pull out all my games and just play them constantly, but Legend of Zelda would go into the, the machine, and then that would be what I would do for the rest of the night. Did you ever beat it? Um, without the game genie, no. Ah. That's, yeah. a, that's a game where you need, like, a guide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You need, I remember having the map out. And yeah, me too. I, I've, come, I've come close, but I've never beat it. Never beat it. Um, let's see, uh, for another Nintendo game, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. See, I was, uh, I was very jumpy about that, because I love 2 and I love 3. Right. So. Uh, the reason I like number 2, I think, because, uh, I don't know, I, I have a lot of memories with playing that with my cousins and stuff, but, uh, what I like the best about it is, like, if you ever played... I played probably all the Mario games. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have. Mario Brothers 2 is like the Halloween 3 of the Mario franchise because while like Mario's in there and Luigi and the princess, but it's completely different from any other Mario game where it doesn't take place in the Mushroom Kingdom. There's no Bowser. There's no Koopa Troopas. It's all different enemies, different bosses, and... It's uh, it's definitely like the black that sheep. Would be a, that would be a reboot, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't be a reboot. <laughs> Shut the fuck up with the fucking reboots. We're going to get to that later. <laughs> it's not a reboot. It's a fucking sequel. <laughs> yeah, you're a cock. <laughs> Just say your next fucking game, asshole. <laughs> um, well, I did say um, Mario 3 because I did the uh, different characters you could be. The raccoon, the, you know, like... It gave you a different feel for it. Mm -hmm. But I won't what? say that one. Okay. Um, the one game I did love was Super Contra. Very good. Contra, you got that one gun that like shot like 17 feet high and you could kill everything pretty much in your path. Once you got that, you were, you were unstoppable. Are you talking about the spread gun? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loved the spread gun. Yeah. That's a that hard fucking just, game. Oh, yeah. 
Very hard game. Thank God for the Konami code. Yeah. Uh, for me, Super Nintendo again. Um, Super Mario Kart. All right. Um, when I say I've played that game for hours, it's an understatement. Uh, I, I put... <laughs> I think I spent a whole summer playing that fucking game when I got it. It is a good one. The original sure. Super Mario Kart, not the sequels. The, the original yeah. for Super Nintendo. That's my... Definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, that was another game we played at the neighbors for hours on end. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a mashup between that or Goldeneye. Nice. Um, I'm gonna throw one. It it was for Atari. Okay. But I had it for Nintendo as well, and it's an arcade game, and I just love it. And that was Pac-Man. Nice. I love Pac-Man. I prefer Miss Pac-Man. Well, she's way hotter. Yeah. She's cute and she swallows. <laughs> and I just, if I could ever strike it rich, I would buy an original, you know, arcade game of that. Because I just, I, I could play that forever. Yeah. Oh, Pac-Man's fantastic. Um... Last but not least, uh, this is probably, I would probably say this is my favorite video game of all time. I'd probably beat it like 50 times. Um, Super Mario World for Super Nintendo. Uh, again, to this day, I think me and my wife, I think about a year ago, um, I figured out a way to, to get all these Nintendo games and Super Nintendo games on my laptop. And we became addicted and we tried to work our way through. And, you know, eventually we got bored and <laughs> stopped playing but it's again, it's a game I must have played through about fifty times, and it just never gets old to me. It's a game I can just pick up and play, like no matter what mood I'm in, and I can play around with it. So, All right. Yep. Is your changing, what was that? Changing gears a little bit. Yes. Um, I I was listening when we were driving to the uh, Poconos today. Um, we were listening to one of the podcasts. My wife hadn't listened to it yet. And oh I, god, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you noticed it, but if you listen, there is this bug that is in my backyard that can be heard throughout the entire podcast. It is chirping. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's. Yeah, I hear that. When I listen back, I hear it's. Uh, I think it's crickets or some shit. It's either a cricket or a cicada. It's something, but it, I can hear it now. So, for everyone listening, from now on, you're going to be picking up on this. That is that is Bert the bug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is just, it was loud. It was, the, I think it was, uh, which episode were we listening to? Uh, I can't think of which one it was, but it was loud. I mean, that thing was a chirping out here, and I just, I just want to bring that to everyone's attention so that subliminally they're not hearing it anymore. Now they're going to hear it and, and just fucking want to come and kill that bug for me. Pretty much. See, I, I look at it as the opposite, where it it shows how down to earth we are that we're doing it from your backyard. <laughs> I don't know. We evolved from the car. Yeah, we have. Now we're doing it outside. <laughs> can't, can't wait till it gets cold again, and we're back in that fucking car. <laughs> yeah, oh, we had a lot of frozen nights. Um, Speaking of uh, frozen, there's there's a few people who have been put on ice lately. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! 
Um, we've had some recent, uh, I guess it's not, we shouldn't be laughing about it. It's, you know, mental health is a big issue, right. but we've had two people commit suicide in the past two days. Well, right. it's tomorrow. We're doing this Friday night for you in the morning. So it would have been two days ago. Right. But, uh, Kate Spade, uh-huh. it's a fancy designer. Yes. She, I guess purses or some shit. Yeah. She had purses. And, uh, Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. And, the weird thing is they both hung themselves. Oh, did they hang themselves? I didn't know what yeah. they did. Yeah, they both hung themselves. Huh. So I'm wondering, like, did, did Bourdain, you know, Bourdain maybe think about what she did and decide to do it the same way? or? I I was thinking that, too. Like, maybe that, maybe, I mean, I don't know if they were friends or not, but, um, yeah, maybe, I don't, I, I don't know. That's I didn't know they both hung themselves. That's weird. Um, yeah. I gotta be honest, I had no idea who Anthony Bourdain was <laughs> until he killed himself. I'd never heard of this guy before, but apparently he was a big deal. And maybe I'm out of touch with society, but I'd never heard of this guy. <laughs> See, I watch a lot of, like, the Food Network. Okay. Especially, yeah, especially now I'm, like, binge-watching it. Yeah. Because, you know, not being able to the damn house. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I've, I've picked up on him, and I have known him from the past and certain things he's done. So, was, but, he, was he from around these parts? He was from the city, or he lived down in New York City, but um, actually one of the local Polish, um, I guess you could call it a deli, meat shop, grocery type thing, that's where we live. He actually did a show from there. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he, did, uh, he might have done one or two, actually. I thought he was a travel guy, though. Like, he yeah, traveled. He did, he did, yeah, he did a lot of traveling. He did a, the show was I think called like uh, No Reservations or something. Didn't he do one he called Parts Unknown about where the Ultimate Warrior is from? Could have been there. Yeah, it was a show other. called Parts Unknown. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you mean, um, I went over your head. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been drinking all day. Remember, I was at the casino. Okay, you get a pass. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I said, th- those two uh, recently passed. So hopefully this doesn't turn into a trend. I don't know. But one thing that pisses me off about it is that you now you. I feel like we always go back to these asshole celebrities, and now it's up and down. Instagram, Facebook. It's like call this number, and if you if you feel this way, reach out to somebody. Motherfucker, where the fuck were you two weeks ago when uh, when no one was killing themselves? I didn't see you putting up fucking numbers for that shit. It, it's just it's like trendy shit again. It's it's knee jerk reactions. It is, but like if Joe Bob from uh, I don't know Boca Florida kills himself, I don't see uh, you know Heidi Klum fucking tweeting about like we all should really consider calling people or, or you know what i'm saying it has to take a celebrity to fucking die and the same thing oh, happened man. when robin williams died non-stop for a fucking month it's non-stop uh you know anti-depressing thing and then some cock gobbler shoots up a school and then it's all about guns are you being summoned yeah my, my wife's yelling is it about because you're talking about anthony no, Bourdain? No, no, about, it might be not working right i don't know Something's not working right. It's probably his dick. Oh, that's probably. <laughs> I got whiskey right now. So. <laughs> <Sure> you do. <laughs> uh, no, my, my, I love my mom, but uh, we put on the AC. Uh, and 
she turns it to like a, a crisp 86 degrees in the house. So I'm like melting in there. <laughs> and my wife complaining and the kids are complaining. My mom's like in like a, a wool sweater, <laughs> like a, a freezing. It, it, I'm telling you, once you get old, and I don't want to call my mom old, but like once you get past, I guess, a certain age, I guess you just like instantly are cold all the time. Because this woman's yeah. got it. it I, I'm telling you. You could cook, you could crack an egg on the floor and cook it. I mean, it is hot in the house. If we ever do a spinoff of this podcast, it's got to be about your family. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it really, really should be. Uh. So for whoever hasn't met me, you're, you're, you're getting the, uh, it's like peeling an onion. Every every episode is like a new layer. Oh, yeah. And the way I am. The peeling of the Pine Island onions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, in the cele- also in a celebrity world, uh, that uh, big fat slob Harvey Weinstein pled not guilty. You know what? Th- <laughs> like, take your lumps. All right. You, like, this is the problem I find. And granted, everyone's innocent until proven guilty. But like, when you have a hundred women coming out saying like you did something, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. If I was a juror on there, I'd be like, the fucking balls of you. You know, same thing with Cosby. Like, you know, one girl accuses you of something. It may or may not be true. And again, I'm not saying that she's lying or he's lying. But, you know, it's more of a a personal thing. But when you have, like, 300 women saying, like, yeah, he made me do this. He made me do that. He he touched me. Like, what's your what's your defense? Like, yeah. I'm one guy and 300 women are lying. Like, you know what? You're guilty. You know you're going to be in prison for the rest of your life. Why are you wasting taxpayers' money? Why are you wasting time? It's not like you're going to get a company after this. I mean, he's probably in his, what, late 60s? Weinstein, at least. I think maybe early 70s. Or he, yeah. he looks he, he looks fucking terrible, no matter how old he is. <laughs> like drunk uncle. I yeah. mean... Well, they're cowards. And, that, that's that's pretty much uh, it. They're cowards. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, grow a set of balls, own up to what you fucking did, and know that you're going to go for, to jail for the rest of your life. He, like, like Cosby. Right, he, and he's on. Like, they recorded him, like, trying to get with this, that one, uh, I think it was like a model or somebody. Um, you know, he, he's busted. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're caught essentially red-handed. I mean, just wh- why are we wasting time on this? Take a plea deal, 40 years, you know you're never going to live that long. I mean, he, he's one whopper away from a fucking, you know, massive heart attack. You know, just huh. fucking get rid of him. Yeah, well. I, I just find, like, the, these these celebrities that think that, like, they're fucking untouchable. I mean, we've talked about this in the past. Mm-hmm. What, what I mean, what a jerk off. And, you know what, like, I feel bad for the women that, like, especially with him, like, if he did rape these women or do these things, like, you, he is just a disgusting slob. He, like, he really is. I mean, like, I, I can't, go ahead, million, I'm sorry. You're a multimillionaire, like, fucking get a razor, put on a fucking, like, he, he looks like a, he looks like a fucking homeless man. Well, that's what we always talk about is that these, they think they're untouchable and that's why this guy did it and he did it for a long time and he. He's like, well, he, he owns a whole movie studio and he thinks that he can 
get away with this shit and nothing would ever happen to him. You know? And, and that's what bothers me too. Like you get like his friends, you know, guys that have worked with him 20 times and, you know, through movies and this and that. And they're like, well, he's not really a bad guy. Like, no, he's a piece of shit. This guy should be like fucking publicly strung up by his balls and like beaten. And these people defend them. Like that, that, that's again, you know, going back to one of our earliest episodes, how we talked about how Hollywood is just a, a cesspool of garbage yeah, it is. It, it really, and the worst part is that even if he's found guilty, and even if he does prison time, they're going to seclude him and put him in an area where no one can get to him. Yeah. You want to really punish these guys? Put him in the fucking population, and, and he'll fucking find out what it's like to be on the receiving end of sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Within a day, he's going he's gonna to get it. <laughs> he drops that soap, his anus is done for. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's a whole big fucking canyon to get a dick into. I mean, he's a fat fuck, so. <laughs> Hopefully the biggest guy, if you know what I mean, on the blocks. So fucking Bubba. Yeah. I, what a piece of shit. Yeah, he, he really is, man. It, it, it all, the shit always rises, man. It always will. And it did with him, and it did with Cosby. So. Oh, yeah. They think they're untouchable, and it's just—it's disgusting. Yeah. And uh, you know, speaking of disgusting, uh, did you hear about uh, Miss America? What they're doing in Miss America? You know what? I got a real big problem with this, and I don't want to come off sounding like a uh, like a pervert or some guy who's sexist. you know like yeah, sexist. But I feel like I get you want to keep everyone inclusive, you know, or included. Um, these women work hard for it. You know, they, they spend thousands of dollars on makeup and hair and clothing and working out to get to be physically fit. And I know I'm, we could probably catch a lot of heck for what we're saying, but like, fuck it. Well, yeah, I mean, these women are doing it and granted, you know, every, you know, some people are beautiful and you know, they're, their skin, things like that. But you know what? Why, if, say I'm a larger girl, well, why can't I wear a swimsuit? You know, you see in Sports Illustrated, like Ashley uh, Graham, she's a, a, a full-figured model. Mm-hmm. She's proud of it. Like, why, like, if these women are comfortable being in their skin to do these, these pageants, what does it matter if they're swimsuits? And it's been that way since the beginning of time for these pageants. I, I just agreed. You know what you're signing up for. Yeah. This is part. If you don't want to be in a swimsuit, don't sign up to be Miss Utah and then go to be Miss America. You know, it's like uh, signing up to go skydiving. Don't be pissed off when you jump out of the fucking plane with somebody. It, it, it's it's you know again. You know what you're signing up for. It is yeah. what it is. It's it's not. I don't think it's sexist. I think you're. I mean, listen, we're in a day and age now where everything fucking offends everybody and everyone's got to be equal. And and I'm not saying if you can't be or, you know, it shouldn't be like that. But it's Miss America. Like, again, you know what you're signing up for. Why are you going to say, oh, I don't want to be in a swimsuit? Then don't fucking sign up. Yeah, that'd be like me being, you know. 
I definitely don't have a bodybuilder's body. No. You know, me signing up for a, a, a you know, a Mr. Muscle competition, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. I know I'm not going to, it would be embarrassing to me, and I'm not saying that these women should be embarrassed, but, you know, I'm not going to place anywhere in it. You know what you're going to just, like, know that. Like, this is this is what it is. It, you know, if you really want to make it, do this. Have them wake up in the morning, no makeup, you know, right. hair fucking matted down the one side they got drool hanging out there have them come up and, and do it that way right make make it you know no make them let's see you know because some of these women and i mean you've seen the, the the pageants some of these women are like caked on with makeup have them be el natural why do we you know are they really that beautiful or is it someone who's really good at doing makeup that made them look at oh yeah for the three hours of the competition you know that, yeah. To me, it's it's just it's getting we're getting like almost too politically correct. Yeah, we are. Call it for what it is. Agreed. Agreed. It's bullshit. It's just a long line of bull. It's just it's not going to get any better. No, it's really not. I'm, I'm surprised Miss America is even still around. Honestly, with everything oh, yeah. going on, like it, they eliminate this. Within another, it's not gonna. Twenty years from now, you'll you, you won't see Miss America or Miss Universe or any of those anymore. They're all gonna be gone. I mean, what what if I identify as a woman and I want to get up there? I mean, are they gonna allow men into it now? I mean, you I, know we, what? Don't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, we stop. We we you know we stop and say like we we we've gotten out of the realm of what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and again, I'm not trying to sound sexist or like a misogynist pig when I say this, but like. It is what it is, right. you know. We 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 know what this is. So I, I just I don't know. It we're we're going too far with stuff. It is, and that's that's the bad part. Is where does it end? And I just don't see it. Like I said, it's not going to be around after a while. Um, you know, it it's just the world we live in now, man. It's it's yeah. All PC. All PC. Everyone's equal and don't say the wrong thing and all that fucking crap. Yeah. Um, I guess the one thing we can kind of equate it to, um, I have young kids that are in school and hopefully you won't have to deal with this when you have kids, but is this common core nonsense? I mean, my daughter came home and we had, she had this math homework and it was just like out of control. No, I, I haven't heard that thing kick on. Nope, we're, we're having getting yelled at again. No, no, no. We're having some issues with the, uh, with the AD unit. Oh. So, maybe that's why it's like a hundred degrees in there. Um, yeah, the comic, my, um, my wife's in that field, and uh, I've had many discussions with her about Common Core, and she, there was a meme going around a little while back, and it was a, they showed like a, a test, and it said, how did, um, oh, I forget how it was, how does 8 plus 5 go into 10? And the kid answered, it doesn't go into 10, 8 plus 5 is uh, 13. And the teacher wrote back, no, you, uh, do eight minus three or so, or some fucking shit. It's it's 
you're you're making math dumb. Well, this is what my daughter brought home. It was called um, expanding algorithms. Okay. So she handed. What grade me. is she in? She's in third. This is a third grader now. We, I, jeez, I think we were just learning multiplication tables at that point. Well, that's what it is. Okay. This is how it works. You have three times 25. So normally you would do three times five is 15, carry the one over three times two is six, and you have that one, it's 75. Very simple, correct? Yeah. The way that they explained it now is you do three times five, you get 15. You write it down underneath. Then you make the 20, the 25, into a 20. So you're making up this imaginary number, and then you're multiplying that to get 60. So now you have 15 and 60, and then you add them together to get 75. So not only are you doing yeah, I was losing my mind last night. I was like, I was flipping the fuck out. It is just, it's absolutely insane. So you're doing multiplication, you're making up imaginary numbers. And then you're adding. Like, these kids don't have it rough enough with all this other bullshit. We're going to start adding this into it? Like, you screw up one part part of it, you're going to fuck up the whole question. Instead of just trying to figure out one problem, you're figuring out three. It, it's, I'm telling you, I was like, I almost wanted to write a letter to the teacher like, I'm, I'm just, my daughter's not doing this homework. Because this is absolutely stupid. And anyone who actually can defend... Common Core, please, please tweet us. Let us know why you believe this is good because, like, if I could find the guy who, who invented this, I'm going to punch him in the dick. I mean, it is just, it's stupid. It, it yeah, it, it's, it's, it's asinine. Maybe my wife will make a guest appearance one week and she can kind of explain it to us because I don't know what the fuck it is. I, I think you're making it harder Absolutely. than it is. I mean, it, <laughs> that's it, hard it, enough. <laughs> Why don't you just do this then? Break it down to like the, the simplest terms. You have three times twenty five. Make three set like make three sets of twenty five slashes and just have these kids count till they get the the right answer. I mean, like you're not helping. I mean, I remember when me and you were in school. Like you got the multiplication table. You could you had to memorize it. Like I remember sitting at the kitchen table with my mom. In like tears, like I can't remember this. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it in was, tears. Oh yeah, and she's like, what, what, "I'm seven, and, you know." And uh, like, I'm I like, can't I figure out two times two, mom. Yeah, like, it, but you know what? Now, <laughs> I wish everyone could see Joe laughing. Now it's just it's 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 humorous. <laughs> I struggle, but I don't think I ever went to tears. <laughs> no, well, listen, I ain't the smartest guy in the world. I'll be the first to admit that. But, I mean, now, like, like my daughter is, like, <laughs> to be a smartass and be like, oh, well, what's this number times this number? And I know it just because of, like, getting it burnt in my head. And it's not like they memorize it anymore. It's, you, you need all these wacky equations and how to, it, it it's getting too much. It, it, like I said. Common Core can suck my dick. I hate it. I think it's just a sham. It, it's just – it's nonsense. That's the thing because now you have to learn Common Core too to help them because you can't be like 
you can't show them the old way anymore, right? Oh yeah, and I'm not I'm not faulting the teacher on this, but like I've said to her, I'm like I don't understand this. I said if I don't understand it, and my daughter can't explain it to me, I have to have my nine year old explain math to me. Huh? If I'm like writing a note saying like I don't understand it. Now when you're when she's explaining to to you, are you in tears? No, <laughs> no. I'm I'm in I'm in like a fucking fit of rage because I'm like this is. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like ready to lose my mind. Yeah, it, it sounds it, frustrating. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I just, like I said, whoever did this, they, they ought to, they ought to like Anthony Bourdain themselves. I don't know. I just, I can't stand it. Yeah, uh, they, they got to change everything. And but you know what though? Eventually, it'll change to something else, or it'll change back. It, it's, it's how it is. It's, oh yeah, it's always I evolving. Mean, uh, when my daughter, when the older one was in kindergarten, so we're looking at like four years ago, the teacher actually said to us, because I said like, what do you really think of like, honestly, what do you think of this common core? And she was like, I feel bad for your kids. They're in, like, I guess education goes in waves and they're on like the, they're in like the septic tank of the fucking wave right now. Instead of riding high, they're like at the bottom of the barrel. The, the, she says this is like a trash system of like teaching kids. Really? It's just, it's junk. What crap? I just, like I said, I'd punch that guy right in his fucking nuts. Oh, I'm not looking forward to, to teaching that. I'll just teach my kid how we did it in the 80s. <laughs> oh, I've done that. And, like, she, like, yells at me. She's like, but the teacher doesn't want you to teach it me that way. And I'm like, well, I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I can do it the way I got to do it. Yeah. It's just, it's nonsense. It just, ugh. It just bothers me. I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. It just makes me want to, like, go out and, like, go ballistic. Speaking of going ballistic. Okay. I recently saw a uh, trailer for a uh, new movie that Egan is going to be guaranteed first showing going to see. What's that? And that would be The Purge. Ah, uh, yes. She Egan loves will, The Purge. Yes. Her and Chegan will be in the movies making out. Chet, watching you mean? Yeah. Well, Chegan. Oh, Chegan, yeah. It's, uh, sorry. I love The Purge, and if The Purge is real, I have a lot of people on my list. <laughs> I'm guaranteed we're the first ones on. Oh, you know damn well we are. She's, <laughs> she's flying up to New York that day. <laughs> have, you ever seen, have you ever seen those movies? I, I have, and you know what? There's certain days where I'm like, you know what? It kind of makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> it, 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 well, I get. It, it's like uh, you froze, so I'm gonna keep going. It's like that I, um that old short story um where uh, the town picks a bunch of numbers and uh, the loser gets stoned. It's like um uh. uh I forget the. I can't think of the word for it. It's like uh, controlling population. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's Trust what it is. I don't want to sound cruel when I say this, but like you do have a lot of useless people out there. Like I wouldn't have a problem with that. Like you know, you have the guy that's like literally a guy or a girl who's literally contributing nothing to society. They're stealing air. 
like huh. let's just let's just take care of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me, but I, I'm sure she is going to be extremely excited to go see. Well, this I think movie. the next one is it's like a prequel. It takes place on the very first purge. I've only excuse me. I've only seen the first two movies. Okay. And uh, the the first one I liked. I think the first one had um, was it Ethan Hawke? Mm, it might have been Ethan Hawke. I think it was Ethan Hawke. That was really good. Uh, the second one was was decent, but I don't. I think there's what four or five of them. I didn't see the rest of them. Yeah, there's there's a bunch. Yeah. But yeah, th- I think this one that's coming out now is like it it shows how this like started. Yeah, it's the fir- it's it's called the yeah. first purge. It's about the very first purge. I might see that. Just to, I, I'm kind of curious how it how it all started out. Even I'm I'm sure how it did, but um, that'd be kind of cool to to see. Uh, maybe I'll binge those movies soon. Yeah, it, it definitely was a like I said a good good movie. Right. But she's definitely going to be there first first showing. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of franchises, and uh, a sequel is coming out. It's not a reboot. It's not a remake. It's uh, the sequel to Top Gun. And, okay. Uh, that's been kind of the big movie news this week. I think Tom Cruise tweeted out a picture of uh, him on set. And the big news is that Kenny Loggins is going to re-record Danger Zone for the movie. All right. Now, do you like this, or, or are you against this? I'm kind of against it. Okay, why? And, and my reason why is it was such a good song. It fit perfectly into the movie. You know, that was a, that was a, a round peg into a round hole. Right. Here, you don't know how it's going to be. You know, are the lyrics going to change? How are they going to mold it to make it modern? Okay, Can I, here's my rebuttal on that. I'm not against it. If anything, I'm for it because it's the guy who did it redoing it. It's not fucking Jay-Z or uh, whoever, Beyonce, re-recording Danger Zone. Okay. You're taking the guy who did it, and he and he—he's that's not going to be the same song. It might not even be the same lyrics, but it's the, it's the original guy just doing a different version of it. And I would rather have that any day over a remake – of that great song. All right. I, I like that. I, that's a, that's a very strong thing. Um, my only big thing is I want to make sure that there's a, uh, a topless volleyball scene. There needs to be that in the movie. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't do that. Cause people will get offended. That's true. <laughs> well, not if Al Kilmer's doing it. He is a little bit uh, husky. From you know what? He better husky. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iceman now is like uh, Glacier Man. <laughs> yeah, he has a fucking cooler. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for it. I just hope they kind of do it right. And I mean, they got to really, they can't make it like how it was in the 80s. They got to, I think it'll be a lot more action. Yeah. As opposed to the original. Yeah, the, 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 I mean, the original was more... You know, other than the final scene, it was more like the uh, them getting prepped for it, right? Getting for the mission. I think this one's going to be more. I'm assuming it's going to have to, especially with the way movies are today. It they're going to be kind of like thrust right into the war. That's what I think too. I think you're going to yeah. see a lot of like, uh, um, not fight scenes, I guess, but uh, a lot of action scenes you're yeah. going to see and. Uh, 
And that's okay. I mean, you can't really make it the same because obviously movies aren't like that anymore. Just, you know, keep it the same tone. Keep it like lighthearted, but the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like it's, it was almost like a, Top Gun was almost like a drama, adventure drama. I guess you could, yeah. if I had to really place it in a category, make it like that. Don't go too far into drama, don't, but don't go too far into adventure. Yeah. Make it, like, walk that line. Yeah, and that's the only thing that scares me, because it is such a good movie, and we've seen reboots, reimages, whatever you want to call it, of classic 80s movies that have, like, just been terrible. Oh, bombed. Yeah. Bombed. I mean, Footloose, I mean, the list goes on and on. Right. It, they they got to toe the line with this one. So... Like I said, I, I hope that it's going to be. I hope it's going to be good. I I hope so. That's the thing. That's the big reboots are now paving way to continuations. That's what I like yeah. to call them. And we All went right. we went over this last week with Roseanne, where it wasn't. It's a, it's you know it's a continuation of the original series. This is a continuation of the original movie, and I I I. I I don't mind that as long as you're making it good and you're not going to fucking, um, you know, damper the original. Yeah. I mean, so. right now, actually I'm watching, uh, um, I've maybe watched half of it. Um, they did a, a sequel, if you will, to flatliners and it's just, it's, is it bad? Yeah. I was, um, the original one was great. I love the first yeah. one. Um, yeah, I, I, Saw the previews for it. I think Big Papa put it on my flash drive to watch. I, I never really got around to watching it yet. I watched the previews for it, and I'm like, eh. I know Kiefer Sutherland's in it, but he's not the same guy. No, no, he is. Oh, he is? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, it's, I guess, 30 years later. Same name and everything? Yep, same same character. Hmm. All right, maybe I'll have to really watch this then. I thought I thought it was just kind of like they brought him in there as just kind of like a uh, a segue, if you will, or uh, a bridge. That's a better term. Yeah. A bridge from the original to this one. Um, all right, I have to check that out. <clears throat> yeah. So. so. Yeah, I just like I said with those, they just they gotta they gotta do it right. I agree. I agree. Um. Oh, I before I forget. Um, like I said, we, we do a, uh, we're on Twitter and we, we talk to, uh, you know, I, I'll sit there and I'll, I'll listen to other podcasts. Right. And, um, one of the other podcasts that I, I've listened to, they, um, they, they made a post about Tim Hortons and loved Tim Hortons, loved Tim Hortons. We, we talked about that with the uh, King. We did. And I'm a big fan. It sucks that. We live so far away. Right. And I said, you know, I can tweet like, oh, if you could uh, deliver it to us, I'd love, you know, when we're doing the podcast to have a, you know, a, a box of donuts and a, a box of Joe. And one of the one of the other podcasts, um, they're called I Shake My uh, I Shake My Head. Oh, yeah, I've seen them. OK. And they actually donated. Um, they're doing a fundraiser. I'm not sure exactly what it was for, but um they actually donated to this cause in our name. 
So I thought that was pretty cool. No shit, really? I mean, yep, yep. Do you know so, what, do you know their names? Uh, well, it's it's the, I don't know their names. There, there's two women that do it. Um, Thanks, ladies. What what I uh, the reason why I I start um, listening to them is they started like we did in a car. They just sit there's oh, two no women. Kidding. So that's that's the connection with that. But I'd like to give them a shout out for for being uh, very generous and donating to Tim Horton's cause in our name. That's awesome. So very nice of them. So, oh, thank you very much, thank girls. You. That's awesome. Yes. Very good. I think we I think we should leave that on a happy note. I think we we've had some uh, downing you know conversations about the recent celebrities that have died and right. which we common core but at the end of the day we we've uh we've redeemed ourselves by by uh <laughs> um, don't in our name <laughs> we, we sure did <laughs> oh i don't know if you've got anything else but that that kind of is uh been my slate for the night you definitely had some surprising topics for me i, I appreciate that i like yes. being on my toes i try um, but one more thing we should, we should kind of hype is, uh, I believe next week is our part one of our Coney Island episode. Yes. We've yes. been hyping this since I think like the very first episode. I'm very pumped for this. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about the history of Tom and I's adventures to Coney Island, how we brought in the third member to our group. <laughs> Well, we brought in people, and then we've also banned them. We 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 have. We're going to talk about those stories, and uh, I think it's going to be a really good episode. Yes, we have a lot of fun tales from Coney Island. Yes, and we will be down there. So if you are going to the Mermaid Parade and listening to us, you'll get a taste of what we have done in the past. If you haven't seen the anarchy that we caused, yeah, and then possibly see us down there, uh, you can spot Tom in his wheelchair. Yes. And his lime green cast, lime yes. green cast. <laughs> so uh, definitely come over and say hello and uh, buy us a beer. <laughs> so, uh, all right, all right, man. Leaving it on two positive notes. Yes. Well, I miss you. I don't yes. like this FaceTime thing. Yeah. <laughs> like you're warm and snuggly next to me. I know. Usually we cuddle after the, after yes, we record. With no, no, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right man well thank you for joining us uh if you haven't already follow us on twitter bull in the ring pc uh same goes for instagram bull ring pc uh and uh please rate and review us on itunes um even if you just write one line it says hi <laughs> just put yeah. something we'll take <laughs> yeah just yeah we're, we're not gonna discriminate uh if you have any uh suggestions again tweet us the world yes. is open. So, all right, man. All right. I all right. will see you soon. Yes, I will see you soon. And take care, everybody. Good night. Yeah.